0: Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. You are tuning in right in the middle of our Faith and Marriage series, and I am super excited for you to hear from and learn a little bit from our special guest for today. So we are going to be chatting with none other than mm-hmm. Ashley Ashcraft. And I'm super excited because I actually connected with her through Speak Up. But really, a shout out to Megan Brown, who let me know all about her book and the challenge that she has for each of you stay tuned you'll hear more about it but it was something that was really special to me as I absolutely love challenges I love opportunities to go deeper in your marriage relationship and really just do some introspection on how you show up as a individual as a spouse in your marriage And this book really does help you do just that. So without further ado, Ashley, say hello to everyone. Um, Welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. Thank you so much. It is such an honor
1: to be here. And I have to say, I love what you're doing, Brie. And I so admire how you are lifting up and encouraging and inspiring military marriages. So thank you for what you do.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Because I feel like you are definitely a partner In doing this and reaching women um, and and through this walk of faith, as we talk about it in this faith and marriage series, faith has always been something that's been really big in our relationship, um, in our marriage relationship. But I would love to hear, please share your military marriage story and how faith played a part in that. Absolutely. I would love
1: to. So my military marriage story actually starts out without faith. Um, My husband was a believer and I was not. So we started dating. We were good friends in high school and he, our senior year in high school, he took a trip to the United States Military Academy, which I'd never heard of. And I didn't know where it was, but all I knew was his seat next to me in English was empty for a week. (laughs) (laughs) And and then he, um, we got, you know, close to springtime of our senior year and he got accepted to go to West Point in New York. And so our senior year of college, we started dating and I took a trip up to New York to see him. And I had no idea what this military experience was going to be and what it entailed, but there was a lot of pomp and circumstance and balls and traditions, and it was just a whole new world. And so while he went to flight school, he's an Apache pilot. And so he, while he went to flight school at Fort Rucker, Alabama, I moved out to teach high school and before I moved out there, I was just, um, convinced that we should live together because why would I move across the country? Um, we weren't engaged yet. We weren't married yet. And not live with you. That didn't make sense, but, um, he was a believer and he wanted to honor God with that before marriage. So we lived separately and I really. In hindsight now and I'm very appreciative of him making that that decision in our in our relationship so we got married at West Point a year later and that is a really neat story because when we graduated high school and he his first month that he was in West Point he sent me a letter and drew a picture of the chapel at West Point on the top of the letter and he said one day I want to marry you here and
0: oh, look at that
1: it was so sweet and so that's where we ended up getting married. There wasn't any other choice. Um, so we got married there. And then we went to our first station as a married couple was Fort Hood, Texas. And he deployed quickly out of Fort Hood. We missed our first wedding anniversary, as is common in the military. Right. right. And two months into his deployment, this is really where God got a hold of my heart Um, I did become a believer in Christ a few months before he asked me to marry him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he was waiting for that to propose. Um, But my relationship with Jesus wasn't all in yet. It wasn't on fire. Yeah. And so I feel like this experience that I'm about to tell you about on his deployment is where God really captured my heart. And so I got a phone call two months into the deployment from him. And he said, I've just been shot down. And. 15 bullets went through our aircraft, a rocket propelled grenade, missed the foot of my aircraft by one foot. Like it is, it is only by the grace of God that I am here, that I'm making this phone call to you. Wow. And you were just not prepared to hear that message or oh, no. know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to keep it together during that phone call and get some details. And then I hung up and called my parents, just bawling and hysterical. And then my husband came home from that deployment. And two weeks later, the army had us PCSing. So not only were we dealing with our first reintegration and trying to figure out everything that that entails, but then we were moving Mm -hmm. and we were going to a course where we were only at for six months and teachers can't teach for six months. So I felt like at that point, like I was stripped of friends. I was stripped of a job. I was stripped of the neighbors that we were in in love with. And I was also, I felt in a sense, stripped of the man that I married because he came back different. He went Uh, through an extremely traumatic experience. And I didn't understand what happens in the brain neurologically when you experience something like that. And I do now, um, there's an amazing resource called when war comes home. That's a great Bible study for, for people.
0: I love that. We're going to put that in the show notes. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's fantastic. I feel like it should be required reading before deployment. It'll really help you process having your spouse come home after deployment. And so we were in this brand new location and I feel like life was just very different. And so The one thing, though, that has always been a constant in our marriage is church. And so we plugged into our church immediately and I started going through a Bible study and we were reading a Bible study about Satan and how the enemy attacks. And um, our church also gave us a Bible study um, or a Bible challenge um, to read the Bible in 90 days. So here I am with no job. I'm like, I have nothing but time. So I'm going to read the Bible in 90 days. And I read the Bible from cover to cover and, um, I just really pressed into God. And I felt like that's where God showed me that I'm not supposed to idolize my husband because my husband is the most impressive person I've ever met. He's all American. Everything plays every sport, plays every instrument, straight A, you know, always ranks number one. He's just, he's a very impressive individual and I idolized him. Uh-huh. And so I feel like God used that experience to show me um, that I am to prioritize God in my life mm-hmm. and to show mm-hmm. me also that your husband is not meant to fulfill you completely. You know, he is not the one that is going to make you happy all the time I am. yeah. And so that was a challenging experience, but I feel like that's really where our our military, marriage story really starts in that traumatic experience. And then we've moved 12 times in as many years. And I feel like the first decade of that, I was just really stuck in resentment and bitterness, all of the challenges of moving and relocating and with kids and jobs. And um, but again, another, another church experience, we had a pastor that told us in a marriage series, what if the problem in your marriage is not your spouse? What if the problem is you? And that really struck me and I couldn't shake it. And, um, I shortly after read the 40 day sugar fast by Wendy speak. And she talks about what else do you need to fast from? And so the combination of those two, um, those two impacts together was that I needed to fast from being a resentful wife. I needed to fast from being bitter about this military experience in my marriage. And, um, and that's where the challenge came in, um, that I wanted to, to do for Lent for my husband. So I gave that up. And then in lieu of that, I just really wanted to do marriage the way God says, and I wanted to model Jesus and, and finally die to myself and my wishes and, and just realize that, that God is bigger than this white picket fence dream. I, I thought marriage was supposed to be about.
0: Yes, that is okay. Let's unpack that. Cause that was so yeah. many really great nuggets in there. And I love how, uh, and thank you for being so transparent about that journey, because it, it is often that, you know, one starts as a believer, maybe the other doesn't, and you kind of go through your own walk of faith and thinking about it, like even where you started, you were a baby in Christ, right? So you had to kind of build up as you saw God, like really working in your life and in your marriage And it's awesome how you can piece together those little moments. It's like you said yes, but you weren't all the way in. And then you have this traumatic experience where you're like, okay, God, I can trust you because you brought my husband back. Well, wait a minute, God, you, who is this person? (laughs) You brought me back a different person. I'm grateful, but what's going on? Then you go through, um, an opportunity to read the Bible from cover to cover. And I just want to foot stomp that, that that eye-opening moment that you had in doing that experience, because I think that's where some of us get caught up. We look for our spouse to complete us. We look for our spouse to meet some need of happiness. And we feel like our joy is supposed to come from our spouse. That is not scriptural. (laughs) Our joy comes from the Lord. And and it's really important that we can keep that in the forefront of our mind. I love how marriage um, is our way of like living out how God sees us like Christ in the church. And it's a beautiful example that we get to see in our lives of his love and that experience. But that isn't the thing. It's, it's an opportunity to point us to him, even through our relationship. So I had to like highlight that for any of those <laughs> who were like, Listening to the story um, so that you could really, really just take that in. Cause that's something that I have to remind myself as, as well. I love my husband. He's a pretty big deal to me, <laughs> to me too, but not to idolize our spouse. I think that was a really great point that you also put together and then taking one fast and one challenge opportunity and translating that to another. And I think the part that i most like impressed with, with you is that you went from like a 40 day sugar fast. And as opposed to saying like, what other thing can I fast like TV or social media or another food or something, you know, the, the, the typical go-to things, when you think of a fast, you were like, how can I fast an attitude or a perspective that really blew my mind. And I just was like, okay, Ashley's like 10 steps ahead of me. Cause I would have never thought to fast that. And that's why I love the book. I have it here. Stop being a blank wife. And if you could explain a little bit about how you came up with that title, because you talked about fasting from being resentful, but what could this blank maybe be for other people? Absolutely. And
1: I want to say, I'm certainly not 10 steps ahead of you, but (laughs) what I have learned in my relationship with Christ is when he convicts you of something, you need to say yes, or you're Mm going to miss the blessing and, and what he calls you to do. I mean, I didn't know I was going to write this book. I was just going to do this challenge for myself. And I decided to invite my blog readers and that was it. Um, and So the blank can be whatever it is you're struggling with. So stop being an angry wife. Stop being a no wife. Stop being a boring wife. Stop being an overwhelmed or distracted wife. So whatever it is, that thing that you struggle with, I think when we say stop being a blank wife, whatever that is for the woman who's listening, it probably came immediately to mind. I don't think you have to think about it. For me, it was, Mm. it was right away. This is the thing I knew I needed to get rid of.
0: Yeah. So anyone who is listening, if you feel comfortable, I would invite you to reach out to myself and Ashley and whatever that blank came to mind, just drop that in the comments when you see us post about this particular episode. You don't have to like tell everybody what it is, just (laughs) write the word. Um, I know mine might be like distracted. That was something that came to mind uh, immediately. And it's something that I've, I've been intentional with like, okay, Brie, you're, you're doing it again. Like (laughs) enjoy, just enjoy and be present. That's actually my word for 2021 to be present. Um, and and it's that this blank, that's what came to mind for me. So I would love for you guys to share, share with me, share with Ashley. We want to hear what your blank is, but before we go too much further, tell us a little bit about the challenge. I know it's a 40-day challenge but share a little bit about what is involved in the in the challenge and then let people know how they can get their hands on this resource if they're interested in doing this challenge with you. Okay,
1: thank you. So, the book is all about following Jesus's model of loving extraordinarily and serving selflessly. And when I say serving, sometimes that can have a not have a negative connotation. But really, it's just helping your husband or your wife or, um, you know, if you from the man's perspective who might be listening to this, um, helping your spouse and dying to what you want and just basically putting them first. It's really about just loving well and putting your spouse first. So the challenges are very easy, um, but they're also fun and some of them also push you to um, go to areas that may be uncomfortable. Like one of them is to forgive him. That may be something really simple, or it may be something really deep that requires Christian counseling. Some of them are about sexual intimacy. And I feel like this is an area where the enemy really tries to attack, but we have to prioritize this in our marriage. And same thing as forgiveness that may require Christian counseling. It, it has for me. A lot of women have past sexual trauma or issues in their marriage, and they need a third party that also has a relationship with Christ, I believe, to help them properly walk through this and find healing. And I have. So um, huge shout out to Christian counseling if you need that. A lot of people, I think, try and do this on your own. And I tried for years and it didn't work. So Um, And uh, some of the challenges, a lot of them are just about having fun, you know, might be planning an out of the box date for him. Maybe you go zip lining or you go ax throwing. A lot of couples are doing that right now.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: So, and then some of them are really simple, like just watch a movie together and let him pick or go do, go partake in his hobby with him. Um, Ask him what you can do to help him that day. So it's really just about Putting your spouse first. And then I guarantee you will see the blessings that come from that.
0: Yes, absolutely. And and what I hear and what I've seen in the book is it's practical. So for anyone who is looking for a practical way to strengthen your military marriage, which all of you know, that is what this podcast is all about. Um, this is a resource that I highly encourage you to get for yourself. And you didn't tell about that secret that happens in the process of you doing your <laughs> challenge. But if I can just allude to it a little bit, you said in doing the challenge, it's about being, prioritizing, serving that other person. So what was the outcome that happened in your relationship when you were so focused on serving your spouse? Thank you. So this
1: wasn't anywhere in my planning thinking this could happen. But when I got done with my 40 days and then there's a bonus 41 day, I had asked my husband, how would you fill in the blank now? And about, you know, what, how would you describe me as a wife now instead of resentful? And he said, selfless and sensational. And it really was the best 40 days we've had in 12 years of marriage and it was so successful and we were having so much fun and had the deepest connection we've ever had that he decided that day that he was going to create his own 40 day challenge for me. And so
0: yeah,
1: 40 more days. And he actually, I, I hope we can get this book out. I think I have to do a little convincing, but he wrote an entire book himself um, from the man's perspective. So for a 40 day challenge for the men to serve and love their wife well. So I hope that I can get that out by Christmas. Yes, Um, We are
0: going to be praying for that because that would make an amazing Christmas gift to couples. So I'm going to be checking in on that. And guys, you. if you would like that as maybe a Christmas gift from Hearts and Stripes to you, um, let us know, because I am I think that would be really awesome. So we're going to have to like, okay, honey, come on, get the book. <laughs> uh, we're excited for it. And we're going to be cheering you on as we see that develop. But thank you. Go, go ahead. So, so I guess advice. You have so much, um, so many practical opportunities to be of service in your marriage in this book, but what would you say is like your biggest piece of advice for our male marriage couples out there?
1: So my biggest piece of advice first is to seek God. If you don't have a relationship with God, the joy that you're that you're seeking in your marriage comes from seeking him. And he promises in his word that if you seek him, if you open your Bible, if you start praying, if you start talking to somebody else that that is a believer and asking questions, he promises he will reveal himself to you. And, um, and I guarantee that he will. So he, um, he has yet to break a promise, promise. And, So really starting with God, seeking God, being in the scriptures every single day. I think our community is submerged in depression and anxiety as military spouses. And there's a study that came out recently that women who are staying or people who are staying in the Bible four days a week or more are significantly less likely to experience All of this, all of these negative things we face in life, alcohol, depression, anxiety, drug use it plummets when we are in the scriptures four times a week or more. So I would really push you maybe just to challenge yourself to start with that. Open the Bible, even if you don't understand it. When I read the Bible in that 90 day challenge, I didn't understand half of what I was reading, but I was being obedient to read the word and God promises us again on his promises that The Holy Spirit will help us understand it. So don't be intimidated by it because if you are a believer in Christ, you're gonna be able to take away what he's trying to show you through that. So I would say start with God. That is the number one piece
0: of advice. I love that. Seeking God and and doing so obediently. I I love that. I think that is a um, a great piece of advice and one that I can definitely see, have seen the value personally in my life Um, and and why I'm able to like, say, I've been doing all these things. It's really just being obedient and seeking God when I have no clue why things make sense. Let's be clear. This podcast, even guys, if I can be transparent, didn't make sense according to what I had in mind for, you know, what I was going to do, but I kept getting that tug on my heart to like, Hey, just do this thing. I know you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you know we we kind of have have gotten a little bit better uh as time has gone on with the podcast, but I I did not know what God was going to do in and through even this platform um which started as a podcast and is now evolved into this whole holiday military marriage day um which ashley was a part of um and you can definitely go back and listen to her segment where she talks all about the book uh and hear more of her testimonial and her experience um but i completely agree seeking god and um just just walking in obedience, even when you don't feel like you understand, or even when you feel like it may be intimidating to do, just trust in him. So I, I love that advice. I think that is super awesome and practical, like, like all the things for the challenge to the advice, super practical. And each of you can do this. So I encourage you to even start today, one small step, Um, open your Bibles. I know next episode, we're going to be talking all about prayer and I, and we're going to break that down prayer for marriage. So stay tuned for that, but take a step even today. Um, as we walk through this faith in marriage series. So Ashley, you have been such a pleasure to have on the podcast, but before I let you go, I have to ask one of my favorite questions here on the podcast. And that is what the heart track for this episode will be. And for those of my listeners who may be new and unsure what the heart track is, we have a whole playlist on Spotify that's called heart tracks Two. just search tracks too on Spotify, and you can find a whole playlist of the different songs, which are nice little reminders of the messages and the themes that have come from these episodes. So Ashley, you are in the hot seat. What is our heart track for this episode? Okay, your
1: heart track for this episode is Watch What He Will Do, and it's by Crosspoint Music. And I have been listening to this and weeping to this on repeat, and it's really about God's faithfulness. If you say yes to God, like we've been talking about, if you are obedient to God, if you seek God, watch what he will do. He will just blow you out of the water. And that's what he's done to me through every trial, every challenge that, that we are faced with. He just um, surprises me and delights me with, with his love, just watch what he will do. And, and same thing for this challenge. If you take it, watch what he will do with your marriage. And it's not a guarantee that it's going to transform your marriage or your husband's heart. But if you do this challenge fully, it can transform your heart. And I think that's, what's important and you can do it for free. You can download the the full challenge, the PDF ebook version for free on my website, ashleyashcraft.com or you can purchase it on Amazon. Just Google Ashley Ashcraft and 100% of the proceeds go to two military spouses who lost their spouses this year.
0: I absolutely love that. This is a perfect heart track and thank you for letting everyone know where they can get their copy. I'm gonna put the Amazon Prime or Amazon link um, in the show notes so that we can definitely support um, those spouses But Ashley, thank you so much for being a part. Please let everybody know, you mentioned the website, but where else can people connect with you? It's my pleasure.
1: Thank you so much, Bree. So you can go on to ashleyashcraft.com. You can get your free ebook there. There's also Christian marriage, parenting and military advice through there. And you can also connect with me on Facebook, on my personal website, on Facebook, or we have a stop link stop being a blank wife, Facebook group. And it's all about celebrating marriage. And I also have a life group. If you are looking to learn more about the scriptures, have accountability, be able to ask questions about your faith and pray and worship and meet in Bible study. We do a virtual Bible study and it's called delight and glorify online life group.
0: I love it. Well, thank you so, so much. Again, all of those links, we will put in the show notes to make it really easy for you to connect and get the resources that you need to strengthen your marriage. This episode is brought to you uh, today by Military Marriage Day. I definitely want to highlight that. Um, So go to militarymarriageday.com. Specifically, that resource hub tab, we are going to have This book listed as a resource to strengthen your military marriage. And for those who are listening that you may be a resource, you might be a coach, you might be an author, or you maybe know of a resource that could really benefit someone else. I highly encourage you to head to www.militarymarriageday.com. Check out that resource page, submit the resource on there so that we can so that we can continue to add great resources to help our male marriage couples. So that is all for this episode. Thank you for joining us on this Faith and Marriage series. And we will see you next week talking all about prayer as I walk you through and, and really just pray over your marriage. So we'll chat with you soon. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.